0: It's time for the Midwest Outdoors with Fred Ramsey and Mark Tobin, brought to you by Reed Chevrolet, the Hearing Connection in St. Joe, the Sports Medicine Store, and Sportsman's Outfitters and Marine. Now
1: here are Fred Ramsey and Mark Tobin. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a special edition of the Midwest Outdoors. Tickled at to be with you. I'm your host Fred Ramsey, in here with my co-host Mark Tobin. And kind of a big deal, Greg Thompson's in here. To, <laughs> Ron hub, Burgundy, baby. The hubcap thief of Ford. <clears throat> you don't have hubcaps anymore? No. Okay, I'm old. No, hubcap deal. <laughs> this is a special edition. Today is Mark's birthday. Oh. And so we've uh, got some surprises <laughs> lined up for Mark. i uh, got Donna going to come in, jump out of the cake. Nice. Uh, he's not going to have any clothes on, Mark, so I thought uh-huh. I'd give you the heads up. But she just called me. She's back in rehab. She's not going to be able to make it. So I replace her with my old barber, Floyd. She's going to be outside here. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's probably better. Probably better. Uh, Floyd's got a little portly, but, uh, <laughs> you know, he means well. <laughs> well, you just had a birthday. Uh, Tuesday. Yeah, happy birthday belated birthday i but, didn't you know all these years we've been together i didn't realize our birthdays were so close i know how i just weird? now realizing never that after do, all these years pick up on it i guess <laughs> well mm. we never really talk about it yeah what the hey i had uh cupcakes instead of cake i had cupcakes well, there's nothing wrong with that and uh 72 candles and had to call the fire department before we got it out <laughs> but uh, you know it was just and all the family together and we had pizza and they all sing happy birthday to me out of key, I might add. Oh, there's there's no,
2: nothing worse than the Tobin family happy birthday.
1: Is it?
0: Nothing worse, no. So are you saying both your families are a little off? Oh, yeah. <laughs> way. Yeah, way.
2: <laughs> yeah. What the heck? I'm of that age where I don't need to buy a fishing license anymore, and I have always looked at people that didn't have to buy fishing licenses really old. There you go. I guess I'm really you old. You
1: are. You're old. You're wore out. <laughs> you know, what the hey, Hey, I got some good news. Baxter, uh, his little girlfriend had a litter of puppies. Wow. She had seven. Uh, one of them croaked a couple Aww. days ago. One of the sixth one, in the little run. Cause they even tried to bottle feed that little puppy. Oh. And it didn't make it. But uh, they got uh, six. Anybody looking for a dog, uh, this is 110% deal. Anybody uh, needing a puppy? Get a hold of us through the Facebook, and we will get you in line to get one. There was uh, should be, uh, what is it, four females left and two males. Cool. One of the males just looks, looks just like Baxter. That's too bad. What a shame. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ugliest dog in America. <laughs> oh, he's cute. But he means well. Yeah. You know, I've owned, you know, over the years, you own a lot of labs, you know, It's it's a whole series, as George Carlin says, of nothing but dogs and and family and diet and things like that. And, and boy, you go through a lot of them. So I've been through seven, eight of these labs now. And this one here has more desire and drive than any dog I've ever owned.
2: Oh, be darned, really.
1: And he's a long-legged dog. And uh, it's supposed to be 60-some pounds, and he ended up being 92 pounds. I think it was last time I weighed him. And uh, I don't try to weigh him much anymore, but... uh, it's depressing. <laughs> he can take a, a 55-gallon bag of dog food and go through it in two and a half hours. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> just get back. <laughs> Pour that bowl up, and he just stands there, and he'll garbage it down, and then he, he wants more. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> How I old bet? is Baxter? He's eight. He's he's about done. So about ready to put him down, too. Mm-hmm. You know, so what the hey? Mm-hmm. you know. So, but part of it, he's getting old. He did, He still hunts. You know the old bud dog we had before; he was hunting two weeks before he died. How old was he? Uh, I think he was nine, maybe. if Memory serves me correctly. So that's about their lifespan. Oh yeah. Well, if you hunt him hard, you know. I mean, if he just lays around the couch, that's a whole. will probably get another couple of years out of him. But uh, uh, anyway, he uh, what was weird about him? I thought you know when when the bud dog died, he was part of our family. Good looking dog, GQ. I remember dog. Bud. Oh, GQ looking dog. He pose, you know, and hang out, you know. <laughs> So when we took him up to the levee, I thought, we'll bury him on the hunting levee. And that's where he'd want to be. So we dig the hole. It was hard. And we got him. He went to u and got a box. That's how important it was. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and the gal said, I'll give you the box. Sounds like he was a good dog. <laughs> so we take the the bud dog up there and put him in the hole. We're digging the hole, and he, he's there in the box, and here comes a whole flock of snow geese. It's about this time of year. Aww. Come in, went right over the top of us. That's fitting. And they just wanted to see if he was dead or not. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he's making sure. <laughs> I think you're going to like Floyd. He uh, puts on a pretty good routine. Uh, when he dances out here, it'll be okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, Think Does he sing? Yeah, yeah, not very good. Uh, a retired barber, uh, you know, but he he means well, uh-huh. you know, so he's on his way down here. We've got <laughs> a box, and in that box, there's a new set of dentures for you. <laughs> Some <laughs> Ben Gay, wow. uh, you know, a hearing aid, very, uh, just all kinds practical. of goodies. Very practical, practical stuff when yeah. you get long in the tooth, as <laughs> they say.
2: <laughs> well, you're so thoughtful. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Floyd. Okay, uh, uh, Floyd the barber.
1: <laughs> he comes. To, he does a hula routine. Oh, yeah. he got that grass skirt on. That's all he's got. That's, that's really a disturbing thought. Oh, it's all right. You just don't look. You know. I mean, it's okay. You know. <laughs> he means well, yeah. and he tries to sing. It's like Thompson, is he, he cheap? Tries to sing. What's that? Is he cheap? Oh, he don't care. Six-pack of beer, he's here. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of looks like Thompson from a distance. Oh, God, that's really disturbing. In a grass skirt, that's, yeah, no thanks. (laughs) That'd
0: be a lot of grass.
1: (laughs) 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 Ah, What the hell? Sportsman's
2: Open? Yeah, the Open Season Sportsman's Expo. Put it on your calendar next weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's March 10th, 11th, and 12th at the Overland Park Convention Center, um, all kinds of things to go and see there. And You, you know, there's going to be over 90 booths there for wow. you to go and visit and and uh, buy different kinds of things. And, you know, buying stuff online has become so popular now, but there's just nothing like being yes. able to see it and touch it and feel it before you buy it. And that's what you can do at the, at the Open Season Sportsman's Expo. There's going to be a lot of people that are doing seminars and lots of good information that they'll pass along to you deer scoring. um, You can do that. Uh, Simmons Gun Repair is going to be there. Oh, that's. I want to talk to those Yeah, I know. Right. So um, you can buy tickets online. Adults are $10. Kids 12 and under are free. But just go to Open Season Sportsman's Expo online and you can check out everything that's going to be there. But it's next weekend. Make sure to, to go and support these folks. They're good folks. They're here in Kansas City again and we want to keep them here. And the only way we can do that is to go out and visit with them, and it'll be a great time. Um, starting next Friday. Well, I'm going to be there. Yeah, I will be too. Well if I can get Kelly Kurtz to come. If he's not, he's in, on his way to Nebraska right now. Yeah, he, he called me this morning. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's he's misguided and deaf. That yeah. Ann over in Nebraska, they all wear. They think it stands for knowledge. <laughs> you know, not normal people. Yeah, right. Go big something over there all the time. They got some color they associate it with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Strange people. Yes, you are. <clears throat> they used to have a football team over there. Yes, years ago. They did. Yeah, the years ago. It was years and years. And they should have never left. Yeah, we twelve. Yeah, what the hey? Well, oh. their coach got tired of coaching them and went into politics. That's, that's true. true. Yeah, that's true. Mister Osborne? Yeah, I guess he was the last of the straight shooters, huh? <clears throat> oh, well. we need more politicians that are honest. Oh, Do you we have, have one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Senator Hawley. Oh, okay. Do you like him? Oh, he's all right.
0: I like seeing him drill some of those people hey, on the Senate here. He he's...
1: gets irate as hell. Oh, uh, well, you he, know. You know I wonder why. Basically uh, uh... they lie to him. Well, we don't <laughs> like that. Wow. You or, know, I got to hang out with him a little bit yeah. during the flood. It wasn't near long enough. And we had the damnedest conversation you ever had in your life, standing on he's hey, foot up on a bumper of my old pickup truck, and we were standing there in the mud. Uh, my kind of guy, you know. I just, you know, it wasn't a question you couldn't ask him, you know, type guy, you know. And I just enjoyed the hell out of him. And I uh, uh, ended up, uh, they took a picture of me and him standing against that uh, pickup truck and end up on the front page of the Kansas City Star. Oh, wow. Uh, but no one ever saw it. No, I had one person tell me they saw that the picture. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, wow. I'd say Maybe newsprint is on its way down, do you think? Or is it just me? They still print papers? I don't know. Dead fish (laughs) wrappers.
2: Casey Canton sent you a happy birthday wish and myself and Dean Wanager. Huh. Casey did? Good
1: men, yep. Wow. Do you remember the time when Casey – did I tell you about that story when Casey got – Can you say that on air? No. No, well, better not. We better. Yeah. But this could be our last show. Who knows? You know, <laughs> you never know in this day and age. Yeah, I know, right? The deal, so what the hey. Uh, I sent you some pictures with Jerry Logson and J.L. Yes, you We're fishing you did. down in Truman. And uh, yeah, unless they went to Photoshop, which I doubt that they did, try to get a hold of the guy to, to come on the air with us. Uh, he has a stall right next to Richard Bowling. Oh, is that right? Uh, down, where is that? Sturt Creek? yeah and uh my goodness what crappie
2: yeah i mean there were some over two pounds two and a half pounds yeah why can't you do that every day because i don't fish every day every third day then now i might be able to do that (laughs) (laughs) you know that guy's got it dialed in it sounds like wow i mean he's got that down to a fine fine art
1: amazing guy jerry and jerry and those guys have had guides all over the world basically they've gone everywhere and he said he was the best guide he'd ever fished with his entire life
2: hmm. that's saying something yeah for jerry, for
1: jerry Logson yeah. say so, something like that you know i mean he's been around goodness. i know he had three trolling motors
0: yeah uh you talked about that so i checked into it that. that means he's got six batteries on that boat Golly. just to run trolling motors he'd have to
1: yeah yeah yeah, that's amazing to me. I've Spot just lock. never seen that. Spotlock. On all of them? Yeah. So he just, yeah,
2: he keep, you get on them and he's he not going anywhere.
1: No. Now, here's what he told. Here's the story. It goes with this. <clears throat> Fishermen sometimes do not tell you straight up stuff. I didn't know if you guys never. knew that or not. I've not ever heard that. Never ahead. heard that. I'm a gas. This breaking news. You're a gas. Oh, my gosh. They, they were <laughs> dropped a jig down in front of these crappie. And he, went, he found the big ones and he, he went by the little ones. Yep. Was the story mm-hmm. okay? I'm, I'm with you. It was with the new locators that you got at the live scope. You know, the right. live scope, and so he finds these big ones, and so he drops the jig down in front of him and held it perfectly still, absolutely. And he said, "Now watch this." So he twitch it, and the crappie turned, run from him like he'd been shot at. Yep. And you wouldn't know that if it wasn't for the live scope. And I'm, I, I
2: unfortunately that's how I fish. I'll, I'll. I'll keep my my lure motionless, but then I'll give it a little twitch to make it mimic like a dying shad or a dying Mm -hmm. minnow or something. But there is a lot of times when that triggers a bite. But I didn't know there's other times that it spooks the fish.
1: Yeah, me either. I had no idea. It's interesting.
0: It's it's crazy, though, if if you hold it perfectly still. When that fish sees it, if he's interested, that tail will start wagging, and he'll start looking up at that lure. And if you just slowly pull it up, they just nail it
1: amazing isn't
0: it Uh, yeah I always thought you know what I'm I'm not catching fish maybe I need to put a little more action on well that's that's far from the truth
1: exactly opposite what you're saying I don't know now it it goes back to what we've been talking about now for a long time this live scope thing should be made illegal it's a game changer I'm telling you guys it's going to bruise this fisheries you're going to see it down the road it's going to take years all of a sudden, they're going to say, you know, we don't catch any big fish anymore. It's possible.
2: I mean, it hadn't happened yet, but, you know, we said that about spider rigging, too. And it
1: doesn't really seem to have made any difference. I thought difference. we were but talking about fishing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Spider rigging <laughs> is not fishing. Yeah, It's no. catching. It's not fishing. Yeah. Hey, uh, one other interesting note, too, is my boy has got the uh, guys in from uh, Wicked Tuna. Hey, that's what you're saying. They're in there fishing, uh, up here hunting snow geese today. Are I'm, they shooting I'm, any film or just... I don't know. Recreational. I'm, I'm going to go up and have lunch with them today. Are you cool? Yeah. Oh, got to get fun. them on the show. They were telling me about them. Five, them reels were five thousand dollars a piece. Good
2: God!
0: Well, they're huge and they got tons of line. Well, I guess you'd
1: have to. Yeah. Well, how much line do you? Any concept of it?
0: I, I've seen the spools, and I, I would. I have no idea.
1: See, that's so out of the realm. With More than thousand the yards, I would say. I, I bet. And I he said that uh, he was telling the boy. He said that. That line is unbreakable. Hmm. What wow. they use, and they just chase the fish. You know, once you hook him, you know, you are talking about an eight hundred pound, six hundred pound fish, and so you just take off, chase him, and wear him down. Uh, and I day. don't know how you wear him down. I mean, you that's,
0: you, you got to understand these fish from the second they're born, or, they or, swim, they never 100% stop, one hundred percent of the time. time. It's we, a bad
2: day every day. Oh you know? my lord! Yeah, yeah. We yeah. caught some. Uh, off the coast of mexico and you get them in the boat and it's just like you say i mean those tails just i never quit never I. nope nope. Yeah. nope not until you bonked them on the head
1: yeah well, we're uh, talking about good eating yeah. oh i know <laughs> but now when we
0: use stuff like that for bait down in panama they've, they've got what, what's called uh tuna tubes or something for the for the bait and they literally have to force water through them to give them enough oxygen because if you just put them in a regular bait box they just die
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, they're not cool. moving enough, yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, we got to take a little bit of a break. Who we got lined up? Uh, Megan Hilbish. She Megan. is a uh,
2: a professional uh, competition shooter.
1: Hmm. That'll be interesting. Yeah,
2: she's uh, getting ready to compete for the World Games, and she hopes, I think she's still hoping that she can maybe try out for the Olympics. So. Whoa, yeah. wow. She's, Where's she a, from?
1: Emporia, I believe. Beautiful downtown Emporia? Yeah. Huh! Wow, boy, men are men. Sheep are nervous over them for you. <laughs> uh, King City Lumber is one of our sponsors, and these are the people I one hundred and ten percent recommend. Kyle's about to have a stroke in there. He's got whiskey, and he's kind of... You know. uh, I'm running late as usual. But these are the finest humans to walk the face of the earth of the planet. Martin Monty Tungst, the last of the straight shooters. They ought to be both politicians. That's how straight they are. So, is that good? Is that a good statement? No? Nobody's listening. Okay. <laughs> Thompson, you didn't hear where I said, huh?
0: Tungsten or Kingston Lumber, best place in the world if you oh, want something okay. mm-hmm. <laughs> You gotta have a he shed. And a she shed. Put the cow of the That's the right. cow in there. The
1: cow in there. You know. You know every once in a while your wife gets mad at you, you have to go somewhere else. Oh I know, yeah. And well. So this would make it outbuilding to go down there and just hang Absolutely. out. Absolutely. But anyway, if you want master carpenters, who people who are professionals, and they will not leave the job till you're 110 percent satisfied, KingCityLumber.com. Please go to their website. I just love looking at their website, KingCityLumber.com. You're listening to the Midwest Outdoors. We're gonna take a little break. We'll be right back with you. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Midwest Outdoors. If you're listening, you should have a better life than this. <laughs> this is just... What is going on with your phone? Uh, everybody likes me this morning. Well, that's... you are all sending happy birthday to yeah. Mark Tobin. Oh. By the thousands. <laughs> I
0: actually sent you Caleb's name so you know uh, who to talk to about Caleb? the lab pup. Yeah, Caleb. He's, He's listening this morning. That's a new one. We must have four listeners now.
1: No. Caleb is a, uh, is that a biblical name? Is that, yeah, I think it is. Isn't it, Caleb? Yeah. You guys learned it into the Bible?
0: Yeah, we got some book smarts, boss. Uh.
1: <laughs> hey, I got to tell you something I did before we get the, our young lady on there, Megan. I bought a an old base Savage rifle, brand new, but I, it's the cheapest one they sell. I think it was $289, and it's the ugliest gun you ever saw. Well, I, <laughs> I didn't want the gun, I wanted the guts. So I bought and disassembled a gun, and I bought a Boyd stock. And if you guys have never seen one of these, I got it out in the truck. I want to show it to you when we get out of the studio here today. You want a moment alone with this Boyd stock. That nice, huh? Maybe it's your age. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least don't say no. <laughs> I knew your standards had dropped. Wow. A <laughs> <My> little bit. <laughs> Speaking of span- standards that dropped, did you ever see Donna... I know. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, um, the, this thing here, it's got 11% crown in the barrel. i That's my understanding, and I'm probably wrong. But uh, anyway, uh, and it's got AccuTrigger in Savage. If you guys know what AccuTrigger is? No. Okay. Well, in, in the trigger, there's another trigger. Ah, uh, okay. So when you pull the the flopper trigger back toward the actual gun going off, then you can set that trigger to, you know, almost breathe on it type stuff Hmm. if you want to. Nice. So I'm shooting this HSM low recoil. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm 72 years old. I don't shoot like I used to. I don't see like I used to. I don't hear like I used to, of course. But so I got this pesky coyote going across the open sand dunes down there, and he's on a dead run, and I get mounted up with him, and he stops. He's 400 yards away, and I miss him.
0: That's a long and, way.
1: Yeah, and he takes off running, and I rolled him from end to end. <laughs> end out. And I've been like that all my life. I think thinking about that. I can shoot things running, but I can hardly ever hit a coyote sitting still. <laughs> so I thought, well, yeah, that was a, yeah, a fluke. You know, it ain't me. Yeah, just a miracle, you know. So I go on up back in that place where I'm hunting, and I walk back in there, and I look out on the field, and there's about 80 crows sitting out there and a long way away, and darn if I didn't croak one of them. Really? Yeah. And I've got... Lucky twice. And I'm shooting this HSM. And, you know, we advertise it a little bit. And we've had those guys in here. Uh, I think it's a little more money. I, you know, they've they given me some 243 shells. They gave me a case of 243 shells a couple years ago. And I haven't got them all shot up yet. But I finally realized, after talking about that load all these years, it's as accurate as the guy is behind the gun. This thing With half the recoil. Yeah, Yeah. no recoil. I mean, it's like shooting a BB gun. And and I'm telling you that they've got it going on. I I went back down to the range the other night, and so I shot 10 shells down through there. And I'm sitting there with my binoculars, and I'm shooting it real close to 100 yards. And I thought, wow. And I got to looking. I was shooting hole into the hole into the hole. Wow. Now, I can't do that. I, I mean, I just you know it's just not there anymore my eyes aren't good enough it made me a better shot at 72 years old you don't want me shooting at you right now (laughs) you know i would probably hit you i don't know if you were going down the lake in your boat mark i'd probably get a lick on you as long as you're moving (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, (laughs) what's the deal guys uh snagging season coming right up yeah, it starts the fifteenth. I think
2: that's on a Wednesday. So I think what is that? A week from this win, this coming Wednesday. Yeah.
1: Any report? Does anybody know? Are they there or is it? You know, Haven't nobody's early. been out? Yeah. It's a bit too early. I mean, you can see them kind of surface and playing around down there. Yeah, there, I mean, anybody? typically, yeah. I, you know,
2: they're they're not moved upstream, and they want to as as we get further into the the spring, they'll move upstream because they want to spawn. They just can't do it on Lake of the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. Because Truman Dam is there now, but they'll want to move upstream, and they yeah, the, so they're I'm sure pretty well scattered throughout the lake right now, and we they haven't the lake's down low. It's almost well, it's a little over four feet low, going on five feet low. It is right it now. really? Like Take that back. Day. It's five feet low, almost six feet low. Woo! And yeah. so they're not they're not moving a lot of water through there right now. But when they do, then those those spoonbill, I mean, they'll make a run twenty thirty miles overnight once once the temperature gets right and there's the Deployed right amount down. of current, yeah. Mm. So, but they'll be out in mass on a week from this Wednesday. Yeah. And uh, there'll be make broken
1: your, boats all over the place, and Joe Falco will have to go down and pull them in. And, yeah, and,
2: well, and that's the thing. If if you haven't had your boat serviced yet, uh, get out to Sportsman's. Have it, it checked out before you go no, out there and start exactly. the—
1: you'll, yep. you'll see boats towed in regardless. Every year. I mean, and it's been bad there. fuel 90% of the time. Yeah, I'm right, and that's in, probably
2: right. one of the biggest problems that they have right now. Is because of ethanol. Ethanol yeah. has too much moisture in it, yeah. and it causes a lot of problems. No. But, yeah, get it checked out now, and then you get out there with some peace of mind. The other thing Joe's doing, you know, we were talking about the open season Sportsman's Expo Uh coming to the Overland Park Convention Uh Center next week. If you would like free tickets for that, uh, give Joe Falco a call, at Sportsman's Outfitter. It's 816-524-2277. You can look them up online if you didn't get that number. But a sportsman's outfitter marine. When you get on there, you'll have a menu and uh, leave a message for Joe, Joe Falco, and he will get you free tickets to the Open Season Sportsman's Expo wow. next week.
1: I Wonder how many he's got to give away. We've got those three listeners, four listeners now. He's Caleb's got, on there. He's got. Is he still listening, Caleb?
0: Uh, I don't know. All he was cared about was a dog. I think. Uh, I don't. You know.
1: Uh, yeah. I hope it's not the Caleb I know. <laughs> mm. uh, get out there! That it's
2: going to be a lot of fun. You know. uh you remember Byron Ferguson, the oh, trick yeah. shot? Oh, you know that's uh, what, it. Costs ten dollars to get in to the expo. It's you, worth the ten dollars just go to go see him. See Byron. Yeah. yeah, shoot him aspirins and things. Uh, like he's that. just unbelievable. unbelievable. How and the things he can do. And there's there's going to be a, a chef there. Montana Max is his name. He's going to teach you how to cook wild game and do outdoor cooking. That's another thing that, you know, we we don't talk enough about yeah. is how to cook what we catch or what we what we kill and this harvest guy, you can't say the word year. you're in, We're in overland park man i mean <laughs> you can't be saying the word kill. No, you can't be honest
1: oh that's right, yeah, right, right, right. That. Yeah.
2: but uh, you can I go online go check it out open season sportsman's expo next week march 10th 11th 12th friday saturday and sunday and call joe joe falco can get you tickets his number one more time 816-524-2277 at sportsman's after marine 524 what 524-2277. Don't mess okay. with my tutu. Uh,
1: tutus. Yes. Are you pumped up to meet Floyd out in the parking lot? Yeah. I just, I, the is show can't this get over enough, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's gotten kind of portly. Yeah, big boned, I think we call it that. <laughs> yeah, right. can't, can't, yeah, can't yeah, be honest like say fat. you got to say big boned, isn't that what it is? <laughs>
0: big and beautiful. Yeah.
1: <laughs> mass quantities of it. <laughs> Uh grass skirt kind of gives him away though. <clears throat> Are you
0: talking strange. about masses out? We're not not talking about Catholics <laughs> no,
1: Don't go down that road. <laughs> we get enough grub for now without <laughs> Jesus.
0: I have not been in Would trouble you like all to morning. meet the Pope? uh, uh I, I suppose think it'd be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. I've been I've been to the Vatican City and I Have been you to, really? Uh-huh. Huh.
1: Did you fish while you was over there?
0: Ah, uh, no. I was with my parents. Oh.
1: Okay. Hey, we're brought to you to the Midwest Outdoors, proud to have Altech Industries as a sponsor of our show. Altech is the leading supplier of products and services for the electric, utility, telecommunication contractors, lights and signs, and tree care market. They design, manufacture, and sell products and provide services for more than 100 countries throughout the world. On a personal note, I have many friends who work here at this company and love it. They treat their employees like friends and family, and if you need a great career, look no further. Currently, they're looking for welders, assemblers, engineers, automotive painters, procurement analysis, material handlers, engineering technologists, and associates to work in their parts and distribution warehouse. They offer great benefits, including three weeks of paid vacation, on site medical facility, tuition reimbursement for $2 per hour per shift differential. This is a great company. They're located in St. Joe, Missouri. For this information of this job, go to Altec. A L T E C. dot com. That's jobs Altec.com. dot com. And you heard me talk about this now for several months. I've got people that are going to, that have worked there. I've seen their paychecks. They treat their employees like almost as good as Union Broadcasting.
2: Wow. That's unheard of.
1: See, Kyle back here, you guys don't know this. Kyle just now renegotiated his contract, and he's getting $146 an hour running the show. Way to go, Kyle. I'm so proud of him. And he, he has turned red. I've embarrassed him. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> but anyway, this is a good company. You're going to love them. Too many people. A lot of people out like of Kansas City have already come up there and, and uh, went to work for them. i
0: mentioned it to a couple of people.
1: They, it's uh, a good company. They. I I got friends working, and they just love these outfits. So, Altec. Unbelievable. You're listening to the Midwest Outdoors. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back with you. That's Mark playing the drums. Lloyd's out in the parking lot. He's ready. Yeah.
0: I can just picture him now dancing in that pink tutu to that music right there. Buddy. Yeah. But
1: Floyd's in, Floyd's in the groove. He's 86, but what the, hey, don't act like it. You know. Hey, we're brought to you by Shurag. These are the guys. i got a lot of farmers listening to the show, apparently, and these are the guys that I 110% recommend. I've been using them for 15 years now, maybe 20. I don't know. I've got to count up on my toes. Don't go that far in math. 5, 10, 15, yeah, maybe 20. Um, but anyway, if you guys are going to have to make some decisions right now, R-A-T-T, right now, about what you're going to do with weed control and fertilizer for your farms. Yeah,
2: it's that time.
1: It and is, it? Yep. And uh, these guys, they get, there's three managers up there, and they are Rich and Paxton and Randy at Savannah and Jeff at Osborne. They're in three locations, Savannah, Osborne, and Four City. But i you know, these guys here will come to your farm. They are so good at what they're doing. And they'll look at that and they'll say, man, you got a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Give up. (laughs) Every once in a while, but then they'll come and they fix things. You know, all of a sudden you're having a problem with weed control or your corn turns yellow. Does the yards turn yellow yet? Uh, Mm -hmm. Well, they can. I mean, they're just brown now. Just brown now. Would you mow you now? Have yeah, mowing? That's do what I thought. yeah, absolutely. Almost, almost went for it today the day to go mow. Cut it mow down and short. That. Yeah. Get that brown off of there. Yeah, but anyway, uh, these guys are the best. I've never been around any more pe- professional people, and I don't care what you're looking for as far as product, they will have it. They will put it on professionally. You know, you used to always say make every acre can- count. Well, the input cost has gotten so high, you had better make every inch count anymore. These are the guys I use. These are the guys I recommend and they are the kindest gentlest sources to walk the face of the earth did you know that
2: i've heard that okay
1: sure again savannah osborne four city rich or paxton at four city randy at savannah or jeff at osborne missouri you ever been to osborne missouri i have not probably don't want to go <clears throat> not too much going on huh? who we got on here for a guest well pleasure for me to
2: introduce Our next guest, she's a competition shooter. She is Megan Hilbish. Megan, good morning. Thanks for getting up and being with us today. How are you doing?
3: Good morning. Thank you for having me.
2: Well, you're a competition shooter. Tell me exactly what is competition shooting. What all do you do?
3: Yes. So I've been a competition shooter since I was seven years old. Wow. And I'm 27 now. And like you said earlier, I am from Emporia, Kansas, born and raised. And that's where I live currently working full-time, and then shooting competitions every chance that I get. Uh, So I shoot target competitions. So basically I'm looking at a piece of paper with a round black bullseye with scoring rings, and it goes all the way out to a zero if you miss, and then the first scoring ring would be a one, and then it goes, you know, two, three, all the way to the very center of the target is the ten ring, and the center of the ten ring is an X ring. So you're always trying to go for a 10x is the most centered in the black bullseye shot for the targets that we're shooting, uh, typically. And so I go by hashtag 10x chick because I'm trying to get the 10x every time. So hit me up on social media, you know, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok or whatnot. If you just do the hashtag 10x chick you'll be able to find me, Megan Hilbish.
2: <laughs> I love that. That's, That's cool. That's cool. So how far away are the tar- targets that you shoot at typically?
3: Well, I shoot many different types of competition. Last year, what I earned the national award for uh, across the course, service rifle AR-15 shooting, 223-556. That is 200 to 600 yards away.
0: Dang. Wow. Wow.
3: Uh, with an AR-15 223. And it has to be like what's issued in the military as a service rifle, so you can only use up to a four and a half power scope or less, or carry handle iron sights and like an a two handguard you know a two grip a two or a two stock and now they're adding in a few extra things that have been allowed in the military, and you know it's to make it an equal playing field, so everybody has more of a chance you know at winning and and that's what I love about these shooting competitions is I have just as much chance as winning the competition as a young female as anyone out there. Cool. You know, wow. young, old, male, female, uh, whatever, that I have just as much of a chance as winning, and I've only been doing high-power competition uh, for about two and a half years and against the guys who have been doing it for 30 years. Wow. And I was very fortunate to win that once-in-a-lifetime national award that you have to earn. EIT points to get your distinguished badge and less than two years of shooting high-powered rifle shooting, which is unheard of.
0: That's that. Um, it's a
3: pretty big deal to yeah, win that national award. I would think so. so. Soon.
0: 600 <laughs> yards, given no other factors, no wind, no heat, no humidity. What's the drop on a 5.56-223? Five, five, two, two,
3: it all depends on the ammunition that you're using. And for this, I'm reloading my own. Okay. And I'd say the biggest challenge of our competition is we're not using any type of rest. So you're not using a bag or a bipod. You're holding the gun up on your own in the three different shooting positions using a sling, and in standing offhand is completely unsupported. So you're just standing there uh, using, you know, I try to use the bone support and structure that I've learned from the fundamental shooting that I grew up learning through 4-H shooting sports, uh, through competing in the National Junior Olympics and the NRA and CMP p Sanctioned Matches and then shooting in college. Hmm.
2: The uh, the I want to go back just a little bit to the, the award that you won. It's the Distinguished Rifleman Award. And you Correct. did that in two years?
3: Yeah, uh, in less than two years uh, of shooting high-power competitions of any kind.
2: What does it typically take a person to win that? It's, it's quite a bit longer than that, isn't it?
3: oh yeah yeah many 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 years so some people have been trying you know their their whole life and some people will take a break from shooting you know and come back to it um so it is not uncommon for it to take 10 20 30 40 years to finally get enough points
0: wow Wow. um,
3: to make that distinguished rifleman uh badge i was the number two thousand five hundred and sixty nine Wow. Uh, Which would be in the U.S. history of all time for civilians have been awarded. (laughs) My goodness.
1: uh, And uh, you're from Emporia? Emporia, Kansas. (laughs) Whoa.
2: Uh, Congratulations. That's quite an accomplishment. My
1: goodness, young lady. I'm awful proud of you. (laughs) I really
3: appreciate it. Can
0: you adjust your rounds during during the match?
3: I shoot different ammo that I've loaded at different distances. Uh, tailored towards the like longer distances. Uh, so at 600 yards it's all prone laying on the ground shooting, like laying on your belly, shooting prone with your elbows up. and that you have to single feed even though it's an AR15 you know with a magazine. you have to load one at a time for slow fire prone shooting. And so I load the ammunition longer than magazine length because i'm not using the magazine Mm. Use a sled and load one round at a time Time. for each shot into the gun Mm. and so i extend the length of the actual rifle ammo you know extend the bullet out past normal magazine length um, and really can tailor it to the specific barrels that i'm shooting
1: and make it
3: as accurate as i can
1: the longer the bullet is that more accuracy? Is that what we're saying here?
3: Uh, not necessarily. You know, mm-hmm. it it just depends on the the barrel. Even mm-hmm. I have two barrels exactly the same, and one likes a little bit different combination than the other. Uh-huh. But they're both very similar, and it's the, all the the whole combination you know that goes into reloaded ammunition of uh, the brass case, the powder, the primer, the bullet that you're using, the seating depth away from the lands, off the lands. Um, and that's what I measure for each barrel, and, and as you shoot the barrels, uh, that number changes. So um, it's, it's a whole combination in, in trial and error of testing rounds to find what works best for you. And, and you could spend uh, many, many hours, you know, just testing ammo to try to get the most perfect round, but I try to find a round that shoots well enough, um, you know, and not spend so much time doing the round development but spend the time practicing and getting comfortable and used to the gun and in position and shooting matches and learn how to shoot it better uh, than necessarily worrying
1: yeah. about
3: all of the nitty-gritty details of, you know,
1: yeah. I just
3: reload the best I can and just shoot it really well.
1: well how? Uh, who makes your barrels?
3: Um, I have different ones, but Criterion.
1: Criterion. If you've never oh.
3: heard, check out Criterion Barrels. Uh, they have a website. And Criterion actually makes barrels for many other manufacturers. Uh, they do some white label manufacturing, uh, but they have their own criterion brand barrels and, and they are excellent and they have a two two three five five six barrel that's a one seven point seven twist, not a one seven or a one eight okay. uh-huh. but a one seven point seven twist, and that's what I'm using.
1: Yeah. How, how long does the barrel last?
3: Um, It just depends, but a couple thousand rounds for the level of accuracy that we're going for. Um, Another good barrel to check out would be Rock River. Yes. Yeah, Rock River makes all kinds of more Mm budget-friendly and whatnot. Um, And not to say Criterion doesn't make budget-friendly barrels as well, uh, but Rock River uh, has sponsored me with uh, two barrels to try out for this year. That I'll be showing that uh, they make a lot of one seven or or some one eight, uh, and their standard is a one eight two two three barrel. But they do make it. They have they do sell a one seven, and I'll be trying those out uh, this year in in competitions as well. So yeah, check out Criterion and Rock River
1: Farm. Oh, wow, uh,
3: those are great options. And and as I'm shooting these competitions and traveling across the country, I travel all over the U S. Um, and shoot many competitions here in Kansas and Missouri. Uh, but the national matches, you know, are at Camp Perry in mm. Ohio, where they've been for over a hundred years. Wow. Mm. And, and I compete <laughs> against Olympians, uh, the U.S. Army Marksmanship Unit team, you know, the military <laughs> shooting team, shooters. Um, I'm competing against men, women, you know, any age group. And, and I've been able to do really well and, and win many competitions so far. And wow. I'm, Trying to excel at the national level in the international stage, uh, but I'm always looking for sponsors um, or donations to help me be able to continue doing what I'm doing. Uh, because, like I said, I work full time and to uh, take time off work for all these competitions. But it's really the cost of the the entry fees, the, yeah. the travel, hotel, you know, gas. All of that adds up very quickly, let alone the cost of the ammo and reloading co- components and equipment that I need to do Meg, this
1: competition. Megan, where, where do you work at?
3: I work at a DPT manufacturing in Emporia, Kansas. It's a machine shop.
1: Oh, really? So you're kind of in where these, well, they don't make barrels for you or anything, the machine shop? No,
3: we do not do any firearms-related uh, manufacturing, but oh. uh, we are federal contractors for the railroad. But we also do some other things for, uh, you know, hydraulic cylinder repairs, cool. and we can. fabricate. we have lots of uh, CNC mills, lathes, plasma cutting table welders, uh, DCP manufacturing, and oh, cool. yeah, it's a great place to work. And we're always looking yeah. for uh, good hard workers as well. Yeah, cool. uh, But yeah, we make a lot of really neat stuff. Uh, <laughs> that
2: uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That bundle of energy that you're listening to is Megan Hilbish. She's a competition shooter. You can check it out. Check her out at hashtag Ten X Chick Shooting. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Uh, you've got to yeah. be. You've got to be incredibly dialed into what you're doing. You're talking about the different loads and and the der- barrels and all that stuff. How much time do you spend practicing?
3: Well, I wish I could spend more time practicing. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, if I, if at all possible, uh, which with working full time, it's not um, always. Even possible, but before a big competition, like before the national matches or a big regional match, I'll try to practice every day for two weeks before that match. Wow. Uh, but it's really the preparation before that, so the reloading the ammo and getting comfortable in the positions and getting everything, your equipment adjusted right and, you know, making those changes throughout the season. Uh, but you know, even if it's not actually live fire shooting, uh, dry firing and holding in position. And what te- you know, what te- that you can do.
0: What techniques do you use to slow your heartbeat down when you're in these competitions?
3: Really? Um, yeah, so there's different breathing control, things that you can do to relax and really focus in and, and just really get into a more of a zen state of breathing control. And, you know, shooting is a mental sport. So getting, like, your heart rate and your breathing to settle down um, so that you can make the most, you know, accurate shot possible and still. Because what I'm doing is not run-and-gun, race-gun shooting. It's stationary target shooting. There is slow and rapid-fire portions, but you do need to be able to be calm and still to be able to hold the rifle still and to make a good shot.
1: How do you play the wind? I mean, that's a factor you have no control over. You can build all the guns and bullets and all this kind of stuff, but every once when you get to Camp Perry or wherever you're shooting and the wind's howling I mean that's got to be a, a nemesis for you isn't
3: it yeah yeah and you know Kansas being windy all the time I'd say <laughs> yeah. I'm blessed to you know it, it's a a good thing learning up uh, you know growing up learning shooting in wind and it's something I'll just always be learning how to better and better be able to read the wind and mirage mm-hmm. and really and how I read the wind is by looking at the mirage uh, that's around the target, below the target, and the environmental factors surrounding, like trees Humidity. Um, around the sides, down the range, yeah. behind the berm. Um, and so, yes, wind is definitely a challenging factor. At some competitions, there's wind flags way up in the air, but they're usually not the same height as the target. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the wind flags are at least an indicator of direction or speed. But the mirage is really where... Uh, is your best indicator
2: she's megan hilbish competition shooter Uh, megan what's next for you what are the next competitions that are on your radar
3: i'll be trying out for the world championship u.s national team this may uh, in 300 meter international style rifle shooting three positions and so i'll be uh, trying to make the u.s national team i'll have to be in the top four ladies Mm -hmm. um, in a and then the top ten right now, so I have pretty good odds of making uh, the top four spots. And then the top four men as well get a go. And it'd be for the 300 meters. So you're 300 meters away wow. shooting a bolt-action rifle. I'll be shooting a 6-millimeter BR-calibered rifle. And three-position shooting just like they do in the Olympics in small Wow. Wearing a full shooting suit. And you're shooting prone, standing, and kneeling. where, and again, where is this
1: competition? Where is it?
3: In Minnesota.
1: Minnesota, a okay. Wow. Uh, is that open to the public? Can people come and watch that?
3: Yes, yeah, yes. It What's is it? open to come watch, and um, and the competitions oh, yeah. are are open. Uh, this since it's a national match and a world championship tryout match, it's a USA shooting match. So You do have to be a USA shooting member just compete in in this one in May. But, uh, yeah, it's open to the public. to Come watch. Or if you have any questions, you know, about it and how to get involved in competition shooting, you know, feel free to reach out to me. You can email me at meganhilbish at gmail.com. And I can spell that real quick for you. It's M-E-G-A-N-H-I-L-B-I-S-H at gmail.com.
1: Maggie, you got it going on, Kitty. Now, were this qualified to shoot for the Olympics?
3: This is for the World championship.
2: Okay. So, if you are in the top four, uh, what's the next step?
3: Uh, then, if uh, yeah, I get selected to go to the World Championships, uh, then I'll definitely uh, need to be reloading a lot more ammunition mm-hmm. and practicing up uh, for this fall. Uh, would be the World Championship
1: in august megan you need need sponsors you need sponsors
3: yeah that's what that's what this all about
1: it's expensive isn't it
3: yes i'd have to pay for the flight actually on my own to Uh go to the world championships and some of the fees so Mm. yes i I would definitely need some sponsors or donations to help me be able to do that
1: somebody around somewhere that's got more money than sense, and they'll send you a whole sack of money how'd that be would that be okay? <laughs> that would be great. might not that be great? Just a big sack with large bills and a darn thing. Megan, I want to thank you. You're probably one of the best guests we've had for generations here on this show. And uh, I wish you nothing but good luck. I got a million questions. I'm kind of a rifle guy. I don't know much about it, but I tried to learn. And uh, there's so much more to the shooting sports industry than people understand, you know, the twist of the rifles and the loads and the length of the bullets and the lands and grooves. And it just goes on and on. And the crown of the rifle and I can – the trigger assemblies, I mean, we could talk for – me and you'd probably sit down and talk for about a day or two. So I appreciate you. We're out of radio time. but uh,
2: Just real quick before we go, though, if somebody out there would like to to sponsor you in some fashion, how do they get a hold of you one more time?
3: You can give me a call. At six two zero seven nine four eight zero six three or email m e g a n h i l b i s h at gmail dot com. Well,
2: you talk about a hardworking woman, and what a great ambassador she would be for not only the sport, but for but for any right. yeah, uh, but for anybody out there that that uh, would consider sponsoring her yeah.
1: Well, I wish you nothing but luck. You know, you're a wonderful guest. You're a wonderful human, and you're from Emporia, Kansas. Can't go wrong there. What the hey? I love you. Yes, Emporia.
3: and I really appreciate you guys for having me on the show. And if anyone's considering donating or sponsorship, there are some things that I can do in return for the sponsorship uh, because I greatly appreciate the support. I can do social media posts and or wear a brand name logo on my shooting coat there you go. or equipment. And I can also do some product development testing, research and development testing, uh, product testing. Um, you know, if a company would like uh, to work out a sponsorship, I'm a uh, always going to see what I can do to help them help me and, Maybe and Hodson, uh, help me be able to think? do what
0: I love. That's exactly Hodson, what I Hodson, right off the bat.
1: Hodgson, Simmons gun. Somebody, yeah. somebody help them out. Yeah, goodness, yeah. My goodness, You are goodness. a bundle state of energy. Yeah, yeah, the state of Kansas that's wouldn't right. hurt a bit, would it? You know, on the deal. It's a good yeah. ambassador to the shooting sports. Just because you own a gun doesn't make you a heathen. No, that's, right. that's right. right. Megan, thank you. We're out of radio time. Thank you, thank Megan. You. I appreciate it. Right. Great talking to you. Mm-hmm. Megan Hilbish. What a nice lady. Six two zero seven nine four eight zero six three. Talk to her directly. Or Hilbish at gmail.com. Either one. Yeah. Hey, we are brought to you by Reed Chevrolet up in St. Joseph, Missouri. If you guys, you humans that are upright need a new vehicle, who doesn't? The most professional people you ever buy a vehicle from is Reed Chevrolet. They've got a pretty good inventory right now, getting better every month. Love these guys, bought, I think we're in our fifth vehicle. The guy I was talking to the other day had his seventh vehicle he'd bought from Reed. Uh, The whole family, uh, I I can't say enough, I could go on for about 30 minutes about the family, and they are just the finest people, and they're around Kansas City. They have other stores here, and you see Reed on the front door, you understand. They'll never sell you a car, they'll help you buy one. They're the finest professional, non-commissioned salespeople I've ever been around. And, and don't forget that service department. Unbelievable. We've got my son's got personal
2: experience with them, mm. and I'd gotten got, gotten burned out on uh, taking vehicles to dealers because I just got ripped off so many oh, times, yeah. and I just wouldn't not do read, it. Not not, no, not at all. Yep. They were very fair, and it was exactly. so painless. It great, great service department. We're out of
1: time, but are they catching walleye blow the dam at Truman? It's sporadic. Are it's they e- shocking them yet? i uh, haven't heard i talked to clint hale and he wasn't
2: sure he thought it was going to be sometime maybe this week or next week well that's kind
1: of cool to go watch if you oh get a chance yeah to watch yeah it. absolutely I tell you what that wraps it up for this edition of the midwest outdoors we got to go for this week the so next time we see you i hope we see you in our great outdoors yeah, have a great week so long everybody.